Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Yes, folks, it's Labor Day. And yes, we are here on WCWS Raw Radio for Monday, September the 7th, 2015. Welcome back to the Monday Afternoon Show, the new number one show that gives you the excitement every Monday afternoon from 3 to 5 p.m. or a little early today. Glad you could join us. I am the Iceman, Jared DiGiorno, here on Raw Radio with my very special co-host, as always, the Human Suplex Machine down there in Fort Royal, Virginia, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross. Uh, we are- and we got a lot to talk about today, folks. We hope you're enjoying your Labor Day, however, and hopefully you're listening to us here on Talk Shoe this afternoon. The number is one seven two four 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 seven four four four. Just type up one three eight seven four four and number one. You can talk to us on the air. However, we will answer your questions and we will be glad to take you with us on the journey that is WCWS Raw Radio. John, we got a lot to dive into today, don't we? Oh yeah. All right, let's get started, ladies and gentlemen. We got some injury news to report, ladies and gentlemen. I know not many people like to hear this, but we got injury news to report, and here is the latest injury news right now. The first big news story of the day, however, concerns of one particular person, John Cena. Apparently Friday night down there in Virginia, we understand, however, he was injured at a house show in Hampton, Virginia against Kevin Owens. However, many people thought he had his nose broke again in the match, but he finished the matchup, and apparently the nose was not broke. Broke, however, thankfully, but he did compete on Saturday night, we understand, in Charlottesville, and of course, last night in Fairfax, Virginia. The question is, how as we head into Raw tonight and night of the champions there, John, uh, we don't know about his status being 100% clearly, as he's got Seth Rollins in his sights and hopefully getting back the U.S. title. I mean, what are your thoughts about John Cena's latest uh, bugaboo as it came back to bite him again, so to speak? Well, to steal Michelle's quote, our good friend Michelle Lindotz, the Hall Queen Diva Hall of Famer, who was at the show Saturday night, but go on, yes. But Cena, you know, he's had countless injuries. I mean, it all started back in 2007 when he injured his shoulder, torn his muscle, and then his neck later that year, later in 2008. Yep. And then he went through, through another injury in 2013, and yep. then his nose last month. And yep. now his nose again. But I don't think you can keep Cena down. I mean, I think Cena could be could be out tonight. Yes. But I think we could see him potentially before Nine of Champions. Yes. And, night, and speaking of Night of Champions, ladies and gentlemen, that is in two weeks in Houston, Texas. Of course, Raw tonight over there in Baltimore, Maryland, ladies and gentlemen. It should be a great show tonight. Tomorrow night they are in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, about an hour and a half away from there and about five hours away from me in my hometown of Pittsburgh for SmackDown tapings. It should be a really good show as we are two weeks away from Night of Champions. And speaking of injuries, we got another injury report. John reported this to me earlier this afternoon. John, please give us an update on this latest injury. Yes. Breaking news just in. Breaking injury just in. Lana has sustained an injury on her wrist. And while she was training in Fairfax, she injured her wrist. 
and she will be out for at least four months. Now, J.D., I have the question. Yes. Will she manage, or is she going to be out a while? That's a very good question, John. I think she'll have the surgery. She'll wear the splint maybe, and I think she'll still be allowed to travel, but she won't be allowed to work out in the gym quite until the end of the year, into early January, which is unfortunate. It's a big blow considering the whole Dolph Ziggler-Rusev uh, summer race story. We saw what happened last week on Raw in Tampa, and it developed even more on SmackDown in Miami this past week. Uh, all of us want to wish Lana the very best in a very speedy recovery, hopefully. Uh, it's just a bad break, no pun intended, however, that she suffered this injury yesterday in Fairfax, as you said, Har. Uh, I don't know if she had the surgery today or she'll have it in the next couple of days. We'll have to wait and see where they go from here. As we said, we'll be keeping our eyes on this story in more ways than one. But this is a very big blow considering what this storyline has been like over the last few weeks. Well, again, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, let us repeat the numbers again. one 444 here on WCWS Raw Radio, Episode 7. Lucky 7, folks, as they say, however, in uh, the casino sometimes. We are here on this Monday, September the 7th, 2015, Labor Day, if you will. Hopefully you guys are all uh, staying cool out there despite the heat and humidity wherever you're at. I know here in the East Coast it is feeling like July rather than early September, if you will, but that'll change later in the week with the weather cooling down. And speaking of cooling down, we got one more injury to report, John, and I'm going to talk about this one. Antonio Cesaro, yes, the Swiss Superman himself, yes, ladies and gentlemen, Cesaro got injured last Monday night in his matchup with Kevin Owens. Apparently his ribs apparently were slammed on the announce table by big bad Kevin Owens, KO, if you will, in a really good match. Uh, people are saying, however, they might hold him out as – a precaution maybe tonight on Raw as well, however, like John Cena, but again, you never know. Him and John Cena might both be in action tonight with their opponents, whoever they may be, or do something on the show tonight. Let me ask you your thoughts about Cesaro's uh, latest rib injury there, John. Well, as, as you put it, J.D., Cesaro, yeah, I saw the injury last, <clears throat> I saw the injury last week, and when Owens ran Cesaro for that table, yeah, I could tell it wasn't pretty good. Yeah, but do you think he'll be okay? I mean, despite the, um, I mean, he really took that fall pretty hard by Owens, if you recall. How I mean, he's been doing pretty well the last few months. We've seen getting this push. So, does this slow him down? Do you think he'll have to fight through the toughness and uh, keep on going? JD, is there any way to put Cesaro down? The question is no. He's gonna fight. He's gonna be back, and he's gonna fight his way back through this. Oh, no question. I agree. I agree. And uh, before uh, we go into uh, talking about SmackDown, however, ladies and gentlemen, uh, my colleague here pointed out a great wrestling note, ladies and gentlemen. For the first time ever, it was The Undertaker and Shawn Michaels fighting at Ground Zero. When was that? 1997, you said, today on this day in history? Yes, it was. And that was in Louisville, Kentucky, I recall, because the next month, however, it was in St. Louis, and that set up the very first Hell in a Cell, which was a bittersweet day for a lot of fans because it was bittersweet because it was uh, the debut of Kane and we saw Shawn Michaels beat Kane or excuse me the Undertaker that day but it was also a very sad day too because that was the weekend we recall and I think a lot of people recall we lost a great wrestler in the somewhat uh, loose cannon if you will no pun intended flying Brian Pillman yeah and that part is it's only going to be like four four weeks away before yeah, that uh, particular day, no question about it. Yes, yes. 
Well, speaking of SmackDown, let's talk about SmackDown. This week, however, the ratings for SmackDown, in case you want to follow the numbers, ladies and gentlemen, the week before they did a 1.62 rating. However, this week they've had their lowest rating ever, a 1.42. i got to ask you, John, is the rating going to continue to go down with the football season just around the corner for SmackDown, or are they going to start going up again, in your opinion? Since, well, since 1999, SmackDown's been the most popular show ever on WWE next to Monday Night Raw. Correct. And uh, SmackDown's been doing great, but, you know, 2015, I think, has been a rough year, another rough year for the WWE. And uh, I think it's time that SmackDown needs some more ratings. Yes. So, okay. the, so the viewers can listen in, you know? Yes. And I th- and I think you're right. A lot of people agree with you. I mean, the ratings the last, just the last few months have just not been strong enough. But with them moving over to possibly USA starting next year, however, hopefully they can get back the ratings. However, they're talking about moving it to Tuesday nights rather than on Thursday nights. We'll have to wait and see. But like I said, uh, we still got a few more months left out of 2015. So we'll have to see if they start picking up, especially with the NFL season beginning this week and, of course, college football season now underway. I mean, the old saying goes, time will tell. Well, we'll have to wait and see. Time will indeed have to tell. With that said, again, our number is one seven two four 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 seven four four four. This is WCWS Raw Radio, episode number seven. You got the human suplex machine down there in Fort Royal, Virginia, John Gross. You got the Iceman JD, Jared Giovanni in Pittsburgh. Uh, we are talking to you live here on this Labor Day. This is our seventh show already, ladies and gentlemen. As I said, I cannot stress it enough. This has been a great six weeks, and now we're in our seventh week. Hopefully you guys are all listening, and we would love to hear from you. Usually we have a few guests join us, however, but today those guests are just taking it easy. Uh, and we all want to send out a special shout-out to those people, and you know who they are. Our good friend, the Queen Diva, Michelle Lynn Dodds, the Hall of Famer. Our good friend, GTS T. Smith. And, of course... Our boss, Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw, as well as the JML Experience and the rest of the uh, WCWS Raw Revolution, which, of course, you can hear every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday night, 9 to 11 p.m. And, of course, Wolfpack Thursday nights, however, on TalkShoe as well, however, by calling the number here or just logging on to the website. And, of course, Saturday night, you can listen to WCW Attitude, however, with Michelle and Gerard from 9 to 11 last week, of course, uh, Chad filled in for uh, Michelle, who was at a WWE event, however, and we understand she had a great time at that event with her family. We're so glad you had a great time, Michelle, from all of us here at the show here on Raw Radio. We're looking forward to hearing stories about that, hopefully, if you do decide to call in whenever you join us next week. And, of course, uh, he had some very special guests on the panel as well last Saturday night, so you can go back and listen to those shows or listen to those shows each and every day. We have every day but one day, usually, as I say now. Our new saying is, Monday through Saturday, we sometimes take Sunday off only if there's a pay-per-view. Then we don't take off. But if there's no pay-per-view on a Sunday, that is our only day off. The rest of the time, we're open six days a week for your listening pleasure. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Moving on, however, we're going to talk about NXT next. However, another show that we all talk about on the show here from time to time. We talk about a great deal. And this time, however, we're going to talk about the Divas Division, what's going on in the Divas Division. But before I do that, John, I just heard some breaking news in myself. Apparently, we're going to have a match tonight on Raw. It'll be Paige versus Sasha Banks, believe it on Baltimore. That should be a very entertaining match there. What do you think about that one? Yep, last week, Paige and Sasha Banks wrestled one-on-one, which wasn't good, but I am sure that they're going to make it an even, they're going to make it better. Yes, I think a lot of people in Baltimore are looking forward to it. We also heard there's been some talk that the Authority will not be there tonight. We understand as well they're taking the night off because of the holiday. 
Uh, we thought Kane was going to show up and return to WWE action. I think they're going to hold him off another week, we're thinking, maybe. But we heard that there is word that maybe Sting could be in Baltimore again, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, Sting has a history with Baltimore, of course, competing with Ric Flair at the famous Great American Bash back in 1990, however, which was one of the best matches of 1990. And, of course, over the years, Baltimore has hosted so many great events of the over the years, however, with wrestling. I mean, there's hard to pick one or two great ones, but my two that stick out for me, John, I'm sure they stick out for you, are the year the NWO when uh, Hall and Nash powerbombed Eric Bischoff through the stage, and, of course, uh, when superstar Billy Graham beat Bruno San Martino back in 1978 to win the Worldwide Wrestling Federation title. Definitely, but J.D., I hate to break it to you, man, but yes. Baltimore in, on 2014 when they had the old school Raw, that was my favorite. Oh, yes, the night when Jake the Snake Roberts shocked the world. That's right, the very first Raw of the new year. That's right. That was one That was one of the craziest nights I think a lot of people never recall. I mean, Michael Cole's reaction, I think all of us were reacting the same thing when we first saw Jake the Snake return for the first time in almost 20 years. I mean, it looked like a ghost had just popped up out of nowhere, and I think all of us were marking out like crazy that night. But, yeah, Paul, we've seen a lot of great moments over the years. I mean, they used to host uh, the Great American Bash there, I think, they did a lot of uh, live events back in the day with the old Crockett Company and even the WWF, however, when they were the WWF, if you will. So Baltimore has always been a great market for uh, sports over the years, not just wrestling, but for football, too, with the Colts and now the Ravens. And, of course, and you got the Orioles. What's that? I was getting ready to say that until you stole my thunder, man. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Tell us about that. I didn't mean to step on your toe there. Go on. Oh. Yeah, Baltimore has been also having good with baseball, too, and the Orioles. I mean, look look back 20 years ago, Cal Ripken Jr. reached his milestone. And just last year, they also won the World Series. I mean, the the division championship as well. Oh, yeah. pivotal moment for the Orioles because they needed that. Oh, yes, and and the Orioles have not had that for a long time since, like you said, the Cal Ripken days, and they've also done some movies and TV shows over the years in Baltimore, like uh, one of the movies I can recall, it's an old one, I don't know if many people have seen it, but you may have not seen it either, John, it's called Diner with Mickey Rourke and Kevin Bacon and uh, Steve Gunberg. It's a really good movie, actually, and if you get a chance to see it, folks, I suggest you check it out. Well, we're off touching off base here with certain cities, but we love to do that here on the show. Again, our numbers are 1-724-444-7444-138744. Just hit 1. You can talk to the Human Suplex Machine. You can talk to J.D. We are on here for Episode 7 here on this Labor Day, September 7, 2015. Next week, folks, a quick reminder, however, we will be back in the same time slot, hopefully with our guests, too. But we're also going to be playing Pay-Per-View Prediction Roundtable because Night of the Champions is just around the corner, as we said. All right, as I was getting off base before we got into the city talk, we were talking about NXT. And NXT this week, we were talking about one particular superstar who will be feuding with two divas, apparently, down the road, possibly for the NXT women's title. And that current champion right now is the one who defeated the current former champion, uh, Sasha Banks, the boss, who, of course, will be fighting Paige tonight. This is the huggable, lovable Bailey, who's pulled off the upset a few weeks ago in Brooklyn. There is talk already now that she will be feuding with Dana Brooke in the uh, NXT rookie, if you will, the uh, long-legged, beautiful, red-headed Ava Marie. i got to ask you, John, i got to ask everyone out there, too, who want to call in on our show today, does this feud excite you that Bailey's going to be going up against both of these divas? Share us with us your thoughts there. 
it does not excite me one bit. I mean, because you got the you got the Eva Marie, which is annoying, and you know she is not she's not possibly a good uh, wrestler or role model, yeah. but you know she's just. She's just in, I, I think everyone will agree with me, everyone will disagree, but they'll say, John, why, why are you saying that? I don't know why I said that, because she's, she's not good. Well, I think she's trying to get better. I mean, I hope she's trying to get better. We'll have to wait and see uh, what happens, but I think in time we'll have to see, but your guess is good as mine. Um, I do think she's trying. I mean, I will give her that, but like I said, going up against Bailey. And uh, have Dana Brooke maybe challenge, but I think that could be a good feud. But with Ava Marie, I still think it's kind of iffy at the moment. We'll have to wait and see where they go from here. It's like Big Show right back in the Miz. Yeah, which we're gonna probably see for the once again coming up at Night of Champions. All right, we are now at ten after three here on this rare day. This is usually when we start the show, but because we started early, we are so glad you could join us here on Raw Radio again. The number is one seven two four 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 seven four four four. Type up one three eight seven four four. Hit the number one. You can talk to John Gross, the Human Suplex Machine from Virginia. You can talk to JD, your host here, being me in Pittsburgh. We are glad to see you join us here on this episode seven, Labor Day, twenty fifteen, September seven. Uh, John, we're going to get into some other big news of the week, however, and the first big news, however, is concerning of uh, Tyson Kidd, and I just found this uh, informative. However, this is one of uh, three other news stories we've been talking about. How we'll be talking about on the show today. Uh, that being said, however, we understand Bruce Hart made some comments this last week about Tyson Kidd and some other things going on in the world of the Hart family. However, I'm sure you want to hear this, and I'm sure everyone wants to hear this, and we appreciate your feedback on this as well as John's feedback on this. That being said, ladies and gentlemen, let's tell you what Bruce Hart had to say this past week that might uh, interest you in more ways than one. As far as Owen Hart being inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame, this is what Bruce Hart said, John. If and when they choose to induct uh, Dynamite and Davey Boy Smith, however, it would have to be a package deal. I've mentioned in the WWE that I think Owen would be deserving of being inducted by himself. Your thoughts about that statement Bruce Hart just made? Well, you know, Bruce, I think Bruce was just trying to stir up the pot, stir up controversy a little bit between the Hart family and Tyson Kidd. Yes. But, you know, that's, that's something Bruce should not have done, you know? Yes. And, and I, Go on. And I have to understand Bruce's opinion, but, you know, oh, Owen's death was an accident, and mm-hmm. death, Owen's wife, Martha, she's still bad-mouthing the WWE for her his her problems, and now, but, and now they're going to give Owen a spot in the Hall of Fame. I mean... I think Owen going into the Hall of Fame is pretty much well needed. Yes. Oh, yes. I think I, I and I agree with you, and I think all of us out there would agree with you because uh, it has been. I mean, it's this has been a big story over the last several years. I mean, I mean, like you said, Owen's act that was an accident, no question about it. And I think uh, they got to learn how to accept it. But at the same time, it's people in the Hart family, like Bruce, like Owen's wife Martha, not to make fun of her, not to really get under her skin as much as we all want to, however. She has a legitimate case, however, but at the same time, she's kind of losing the argument more and more because she just 
hasn't learned how to let go. I mean, I understand they lost their father, husband, brother, whatever, but at the same time, however, it's just time to stop trashing the WWE for who they are and just learn how to deal with it. Speaking speaking of uh, Owen and Martha, J.D., Yes. September 24th, 1995 was when one of their uh, kids were born, and it's close to their birthday, too. Yes, that'll be coming up in a few weeks. Uh, which one is that? Uh, I, I remember they had a couple of them. Which one is that? Uh, which kid is that? Do you know? Uh, I think it was o- OG or something. That sounds familiar. Yeah, well, we'd like to wish them a happy early birthday, however, from all of us here at WCW US Raw Radio. Um, speaking of which, we're going to continue on with Bruce's commentary. This was next directed to Tyson Kidd. This is going to really interest you, and I'm sure the people out there. This is what... Uh, he had to say about Tyson Kidd, John. I have been told they have not made any contact. WWE has not called at this point. As far as I've been told, I've been told it's certain his career's over and that he's fortunate to not be a paraplegic after what happened in that matchup with Samoa Joe back in San Antonio. Your thoughts about those comments there? Well, you know, J.D., Tyson's been, you know, trying to get back in the ring after his surgery and... We know he's been working out. We know he's been trying to make a recovery to the ring and all that stuff. And for Bruce to say Tyson's career is over, I mean, come, come on. Tyson, Tyson's just just had a little injury, and he needs to come back from it. But Bruce trashing and tarnishing it, I mean, that that is more problems more than ever. Yes. I agree. But at the same time, he does have a point because, I mean, a lot of people thought Tyson's career would have been over after what Samoa Joe did to him a few months ago in that matchup in San Antonio. And I think we'll see in the coming weeks, however, and in the coming, uh, yeah, in the coming months, I should say, how this is going to affect him. Right now, we haven't heard much about it, but this is the first such thing we've heard about this. But like I said, I agree with you what you said at the start of this. Uh, when I first started, we started first talking about this. I think Bruce Hart's got to keep his nose out of this business altogether. But I understand where he's coming from at the same time. We'll have to wait and see how this all comes out uh, as we said in the coming months ahead. And speaking of other developing news, however, mind you, this next story is going to interest you all here. And before we do that, let me give you the number again, ladies and gentlemen: one seven two four 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 seven four. This is WCWS Raw Radio, Labor Day 2015, September 7, Episode 7. You got the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross. You got the Iceman, Jared T. Jamal here. Give us a call. Just hit 138744 and then the number 1 and talk to us. We'll be glad to take you on uh, with us as a caller and we'll be glad to answer any questions or any statements you have to say about wrestling here on our show. Uh, this came from a certain other wrestler today, John. This might interest you as well as the callers out there. Dr. Tom Pritchard, who at one time was a manager of the tag team known as the Body Donnas, managed by Tammy Sonny, Lynn, uh, Sonny Sitch, whose boyfriend, of course, was Hard Knocks, Chris Candido, however, better known as Body Donna Skip, if you will, and Dr. Tom is known as Zip. This is what she, this, why say she, this is what he had to say about his former valet, Sonny, and about her troubled past as of late. Quote, I am responsible for me. You are responsible for you. Sonny is responsible for Sonny. She's had a lot of things happen in her life, but when we were together as a team and with Chris, she could be a pretty nasty person, just not a nice person. I don't wish her bad or harm or negativity towards anybody whatsoever, but you've got to believe sometimes karma does bite you in the butt. I don't like what's happened to Sonny. Don't think anybody should have, have gone, had to go through 
that. But if you've been to rehab more than five times, there's a little part in there where they talk about those poor, unfortunate souls that can't be saved. There's a part in there. I know I've been there three times. I get it. I understand. Sunny has to help Sunny. If it's got to be under supervision, she needs supervision. She needs help. She needs to go to meetings. She needs people around her. She needs a sponsor. She needs support. But you've got to want it, and you have to want to want it. I feel bad for her, but at the same time, you get what you sow sometimes, and that's a bad thing. I don't wish her any harm, but you know what? She wasn't a very nice lady. Your thoughts about uh, Dr. Tom's comments about Sonny, a.k.a. Tammy Lynn Sitch, John? Well, you know, you know, doc, Dr. Tom Pritchard is right. He's He's got a point there about um, Sonny. I mean, Sonny's been having trouble. She uh, has been going in, in and out of rehab an awful lot. And I'm sure people will agree with me when I say this. And, I mean, Sonny is just, and you just brought up a pretty good point there, J.D. Yes. Sonny's got to get some help. Yes. Got to have the people around her. I mean, she hasn't gotten over her husband's death, which yes. happened 10 years ago. That's correct, yep. And I think that's when the downworld spiral began when her husband died. And I think it even spiraled even more, and you've got to agree with me, too. And I think we talked about this, and the, our friends on our, our other show, on you know, WCWS Revolution, and everyone else on Facebook and social media said, the trouble even began, even stirred up again this past spring, however, when she said she was going to start making adult movies, and uh, she kind of wanted to uh, have people back her up, so to speak, by uh, doing these uh, X-rated films. Yeah, but not but on her uh, diet. Yeah. Well, good. Yeah. No. Well, another person who's making some news, however, speaking of hearts, however, we're going to talk about another Hart family member, and that is Brett the Hitman Hart, who uh, had some comments to say last night on live audio wrestling, and I got a chance to read some of these comments right before we took to the show today, and some of these are going to really interest a lot of people, and even you, John, on what he had to say. So I'm going to tell you uh, each comment, and then we're going to get comments from you and, of course, the viewers out there. Again, the number is one seven two four 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 seven four four four. Here on TalkShoe.com, you can listen to us on TalkShoe or call us up. Uh, just hit one three eight seven four four. You can talk to John Gross, the Human Suplex Machine from Virginia. You can talk to me, your host, the infamous JD here in Pittsburgh. Uh, here are the comments that Brett made. Of course, uh, you also have to hit the number one in case you're wondering how our, how to talk to us. So just want to throw that out there too. So we're talking about a lot of things here, and we're not even halfway through our show yet. And we're only in not even a good bit in the show. We've got a lot to dive into today. So that being said, here's what we got to say about Bret Hart's comments. This is what Bret had to say first off about his uh, close friend Roddy Piper being passed away uh, a few months ago. Roddy's a real hard one. That's like losing a brother. I can't say I've gone over it yet, if anything. I haven't really absorbed it yet. I find myself reaching for the phone all the time to give him a call. He was so much more than any of the other guys who worked with me. He was the guy that mentored me and helped me in the very beginning of my career. He gave me advice back at a time when nobody was giving advice to me. Always good advice. When I fought him at Mania 8, I look back at those times. Kurt Henning would be another one. There's few guys, however, who'd reach down and help pull someone like me up to that next level. You can take your Jake Roberts and your Hogan's and your Warriors and a lot of those guys that are big names back then, but they never did anything for me. They never helped me. They never thought of helping me. And when they had a chance to help me, they never did. But Roddy was a guy that looked like that looked after guys like me. And a lot of the younger town, when the opportunity came for him to help me make my career and pull me up to the next level, I owe a lot to him. 
your thoughts about that statement by uh, Bret Hart on Roddy Piper? I know Bret's been losing a lot of people recently in his life. He just lost Owen. He lost Owen a few years ago, and now he's lost Piper. I mean, the great thing about it was at WrestleMania 8, when Bret Hart and Roddy Piper wrestled for the Intercontinental title, people said it was a good match, if not the best matchup at WrestleMania 8. Mm, I can't think it is. It's up there with maybe Savage and Flair. It, I mean, Savage and Flair, I know you're going to say is the best match, and I agree, but I think these two also put on a good effort. I mean, those two main events that sold that show, it was those two, but... I agree with what you're saying about Brett and Piper. I mean, I mean, Brett's lost a lot over the years with his family, not just Owen, his mom and dad passing away. Uh, he's had some trouble in his personal life, we know, and uh, very special people, even his family that are close to him. But like I said, I think this was a very interesting co- uh, comment made by the Hitman. Now, as far as the Click Rules DVD, this is what he had to say about them. They were literally a cancer in the dressing room, all of them. I don't doubt that Sean is sorry for a lot of that kind of behavior. Kevin Nash was a great wrestler and a good guy, I, but I don't think he could be that, that proud of that association. It was a cancerous environment in the dressing room with those guys, and they certainly did more negative than positive to the business. Scott Hall, all you have to do is just look at him. He's a train wreck with his own life, however, uh, and he was a male content. Or a guy that when you were close to him long enough, you start to feel the same way he did. You just felt so self-destructive and unhappy with your life and your job and everything. He was the guy that was infectious with his bad, bad sort of moods and unhappiness in his own life that would spread to all the other guys. And you know, I'm glad I'm not remembered for that kind of stuff. I'm remembered, I think, if you talk to different wrestlers from that era, the Savio Vegas and those kind of wrestlers that were on my cards. They're all pretty proud of how I conducted myself, how I related to them, and how I might have been the top guy. But I didn't act like a superstar, not to my friends and not to my peers. Your thoughts about these comments here? Well, you know, it was, yeah, 1995. I, I think everyone was too afraid of the click, you know? Yes. And the click giving favors to Vince McMahon and all that stuff. Uh-huh. But, you know, when Nash and Hall left for the WCW, I think things kind of quieted down. There was absolutely chaos in the. There was absolutely chaos in the dressing room, the locker room, mainly all that stuff like like happening in the um in the like when you go to a rock show and you're backstage, right? And you have a uh, lots of groupies back there, sure. And and things go wild. Uh-huh. Yeah, and that was wild when in '95 when this whole whole stimulus occurred. Oh, yeah, 95, 96. It was a crazy time. I mean, like I said, WCW was just starting Nitro, and Raw was two years in. But like I said, Howard, you didn't have Hulk Hogan, you didn't have Savage and all those superstars in, like, the 80s and early 90s go off. They were down south in Atlanta working for Ted Turner and them. I mean, Hogan and, like I said, Savage and Flair and all those guys. So they didn't actually put up with that stuff, Howard, but they had heard about it, I'm sure. And like you said, when Hall and Nash came back to WCW after being in WWE for a while as Razor Ramon and Diesel, however... After their prior gimmicks had somewhat failed the first time in WCW as Oz and the Diamond Stud and all that, however, I mean, I think they kind of realized, however, hey, you know what, however, I mean, we're here right now, we're uh, playing with our friends, how we're being bigger and more, uh, let's just say we're getting more money out of our uh, paychecks than we are with Vince McMahon, I mean, even though we asked Vince for this and that, however, he's just not going to budge, you know, I mean, he's going to do his thing, he's going to have people like Shawn Michaels and Brendan Austin and all those guys come up from the ranks, however, and we'll just beat their brains in. And they did. 
they did until everything changed when you had the Austin McMahon feud. So, I don't know. I mean, he does have, again, another point here, but I just I don't agree with it. I really, really don't. Me neither. Well, this final one's going to really throw you for a loop. And uh, before we do that, speaking of tag teams, however, uh, we're going to point out, ladies and gentlemen, tonight, if you have the network, however, after all, be sure to watch it, ladies and gentlemen. Edge and Christian will be on the Stone Cold Podcast. Yes, folks, the Texas Rattlesnake is back, however, and he has already said he is going to be interviewing probably one of the best teams I've ever seen, however, in Team X. Edge and Christian return for the first time to WWE television since last year, and there's going to be a lot of stories, I'm sure, a lot of funny and sad stories to tell, but you got Edge and Christian on. I mean, we haven't seen Christian on wrestling forever today. I think his career is just about done. We know Edge's career has been over for a while. And speaking of Austin's podcast, John, and I think this is going to excite you and the viewers out there, uh, he's already talking about maybe bringing in possibly Sting down the road for a future podcast. That'll be very interesting to see when that happens, and I can tell you a lot of people are going to be excited when that happens because I'm sure they want to hear from the Stinger. It could be maybe next week, possibly. It could be next month. Who knows when, but we'll have to wait and see. All right, and with that said, it is, again, uh, this is WCWS Raw Radio, one seven two four 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 seven four 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 Monday, September 7, 2015, Episode 7. Seven episodes, folks, we are as of today. you got the Human Suplex Machine in Virginia, John Gross. you got the infamous J.D. here in Pittsburgh, uh, Jared DiGirolamo. Sometimes we also have a few guests join us, but today they have decided to take it easy. As we say, and we want to just tell them again, hope you guys are having a great day, and hope you are all having a great day out there and staying safe and uh, uh, careful on this holiday weekend, of course. Hope you're all having a good weekend for that matter, and hopefully you're listening to us here on TalkShoe.com. Uh, Right now, we're going to talk about the last comment Brett made, Howard, and this is about the upcoming DVD. We were talking about Owen Hart earlier, ladies and gentlemen, and they have already said that WWE is planning to come out in December with an Owen DVD, and this is what Brett had to say about Owen. I am looking forward to it, but I'm not really optimistic that it's going to be a great job. Martha has handcuffed them so much. I don't know if they've even allowed to use any pictures from the past. It's a poorly done DVD because of all the restraints and the limitations that Martha put on it. To me, that's such a lousy thing to have happen. I think Owen would turn in his grave if he knew how much trouble Martha is going to erase his career and make sure that nobody enjoys anything about his career. It's a bitterness and selfishness that I can't stand by anymore. I think Martha's taking the wrong approach and she should understand that. You know we all miss Owen. I lost a brother. I lost a great friend and maybe one of the closest people I knew on this earth. I want to celebrate his career. I want to watch his matches back, not just with me, but with everybody he worked with. His time with WWE, they got so much footage and so many great memories with Owen. And here she is standing in the way that saying, nobody can see these videos. No one should see anything that brings back any of his career. They couldn't use any pictures from his childhood. They couldn't use anything from Stampede Wrestling in Calgary. They've had so many restraints. Even the interviews, the questions that they did with me were so BS. The whole thing was so BS that sure, there was an Owen Hart DVD, but it's the absolute junk. I think WWE maybe had good intentions, but I'm not very impressed with the quality that's going to be. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm not optimistic, and I'm hoping that it'll be better than I think. But I can tell by the questions that they asked me in the interview that they did with me that it was a very short version of Owen's story. I'm not really going to hold up hope that it's going to be as great as it should be, and I feel bad because that's Martha's fault. John, again, your thoughts about these comments made by Brett about the Owen DVD coming out in December. My theory is this. Martha is... Martha's crazy, you know, yes. and she and she has every right to be crazy. I mean, 
Marcus not try, is trying to tarnish the legacy of Owen, of Owen in the WWE. And if she can't learn to let go, then guess what? Don't let go. Yeah. Dream for your husband. WWE is trying to help. Yeah. You wanna, but you want to trash the WWE? You want to tell Vince McMahon in, at Owen's funeral to bring... You want to invite Vince McMahon to Owen's funeral and see the garbage that Vince put on? It wasn't garbage. It was an accident. Yes. Yeah, and, and I think the thing, like we said before, it's time to let go, but if she can't let go, then who knows what's going to happen. I mean, it's just unfortunate it had to happen, but uh, like I said, folks, I mean, it's just... And it's, it's, it's good. J.D., I'm sorry to interrupt. No, it's okay. No, it's okay. Go ahead. At the same time, you know, when do you got to let go? When do you have to know that Owen Owen wrestled his life? He busted his ass getting his money trying to work for your family. his family. He tried to provide for his family as well. And in May 23, 1999, he was trying to do that, but, you know, it was... You know, yeah. What he did, what they did, he did was an accident. And Marfa is like, well, you know, you know, it's all your fault, WWE. You put all this garbage. I say, BS, Marfa, BS. Mm-hmm. You're I the can. one. You're the one that got the call from the doctor, and you want to trash the WWE. I mean, Marfa, you gotta, as a woman, you gotta grow up, not be an unselfish little, you know. Right. Oh, yeah. Understandable. Understandable. And, you know, you're right. It's time to let go. I mean, her kids have all grown up, and we've all grown up with it. And, yes, it does hurt still, and it will and it will hurt for many years to come. But like you said, Howard, I think for once, Howard, you just got to stop acting like a cross child and just pouting in the corner and learn how to accept it. I mean, yeah, it sure took a while for uh, your brother-in-law there, no pun intended, Martha, Brett, to finally come to terms to shake hands with Vince and try to reason with him, however, after what happened, however. But the thing is, though, even after what happened with Vince, however, and Brett, however, they still did some business together. They did uh, a couple DVDs together. Brett was nice enough to let out some of his old footage that we had not seen from Stampede Wrestling from his early years in his career, and even his latter years, however, too. He did like two or three DVDs. He even sat down with Shawn Michaels with Jim Ross, something that we never thought we would see these two ever do again and tell their side of the story face-to-face with JR about what happened over that 10-year span from, like, 1992 through 97 or 98. I mean, not many people thought that was ever going to be released on DVD, and it's still one of the most popular DVDs I can watch again and again because you hear really what happened in the unseen footage, however, as well as the old footage that you uh, grew up watching, however, as a kid, however, and you get their side of the story. So, I don't know. I really don't. Speaking of legend songs we can do on our show, however, uh, the big story from last week, obviously, is what happened, however, down in the Performance Center, but also about another legend who is in very bad shape more and more, however, and uh, apparently right now he's in some big-time trouble with the law. The guy I'm referring to is none other than our, probably one of our all-time legend heroes, however, some of us grew up idolizing this man, some of them worshipped this man, his name, Jimmy Superfly Snooker, the daughter of WWE diva Tamina Snooker. And uh, last we heard, ladies and gentlemen, he apparently last week, however, surrendered to police, however, as he is charged with third-degree murder and involuntary manslaughter of the uh, 
death of his longtime girlfriend, Nancy Argentino, back in May of 1983. We understand he was in a wheelchair and hooked to a feeding tube because apparently he has stomach cancer. And according to his attorney, however, his attorney told us this last week, John, he is not good in fit physical shape or mentally, however, with dementia, however. We don't know if this will be uh, basically... Uh, He'll be going to trial or not, however, we'll have to wait and see and keep our eyes peeled on that story. But uh, that being said, again, another legend uh, in very bad shape. Your thoughts about Jimmy Superfly Schnucka? Well, we've seen this all before with Hogan and everyone, and Piper and Rose, and now Snuka's being the fourth guy in trouble. <laughs> sorry, sorry about that, man. No, Paul, that's okay. Don't worry about it. I... Uh, but Snooker, yeah, however, yeah, he's been having lots of trouble recently. And, I mean, I mean, he just got arrested. He just went... Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, uh, wait a minute. Hold on a second. Uh, we, I, before we continue on, uh, we have, a, I believe, a, believe a special guest today if, uh, who's just joining us now. Uh, there's a special guest with us right now. Hello? Drum roll? Not there? Well, we do know there's a special guest in our chat box, however. We're going to find out right now who this is, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to find out the number again is 1-724-444-7444. Like I said, uh, you can call us up, talk to John Gross, the human suplex machine. I am your host, the infamous J.D. from Pittsburgh. Uh, From Pittsburgh. That being said, uh, continue on. With what you're saying, John? Well, 32 years ago, Snooker was was acquitted for what happened. But, you know, at the same time, there's a lot. Hello? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Uh, Someone was. I thought that was somebody interrupting me right there. Yeah, but no, we're we're listening to what you were saying, though, however. Yeah. Um, But, you know, what, what Jimmy Snooker was do trying to do was, yeah, it was 32 years ago, and Snooker should be ashamed for what he did. I mean, it's it's definitely what he did, but you know, I I fully intend at the same time that was an accident. Yes, it was kind of accidental, and everyone supporting him through this. But we gotta think about his health too. Yes. And it's not good right now, we understand. I mean, I don't think we'll, we'll ever see this go to trial, but again, you never know. We could see this go to trial. Uh, I don't think it will go to trial just because of the health issue. I mean, had it been maybe five, ten years ago, maybe less than that, maybe more than that, however, mind you, however, they could have said, uh, like I said, however, uh, they could have uh, done this. But right now, however, I don't see any uh, evidence whatsoever. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah, uh, no. Yeah, there's definitely no evidence about it, and we're going to have to wait and see what the problems are. But, you know, it, it has to, you know, be, be hard on him right now. There's troubles, there's legalizations, and, you know, if Snooka thinks, thinks he could get away again, then he's going to have to find some lawyers to help him get this victory yep. and our prayers and everything and our prayers go out to him for the yes. the whole Snooker family, no question. No question about it. 
All right. Uh, with that said, uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's as we continue on. in our chat box. Yeah, we have a, somewhat of a mystery guest uh, in our chat box, ladies and gentlemen. And we're going to find out who this is, however, but we are so glad he could join us today. We're going to find out who it is. Uh, we understand it's the boss, Vince McMahon, possibly, uh, the head of WWE, but you never know. It could be a surprise, however. We'll have to wait and see. With that said, our number is 1-724-444-7444. This is September 7, 2015, Episode 7 of WCWS Raw Radio on TalkShoe.com. You can listen to us on TalkShoe.com each and every Monday from 3 to 5. Today we started a little early because I felt like it. It was Labor Day, too. We hope you are listening to us, however, and we hope our friends out there listening to us, you can call in. Again, the number is 1-724-444-7444. Just hit one three. Uh, or just said the holster is in hot water for sure. Oh, our guest that says this, the holster is in hot water for sure. However, we will definitely have to. We haven't heard any new developments about the holster issue lately, so uh, we'll have to keep it on that. But uh, that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we want to wish uh, first off as we continue our show here, uh, happy birthday to a couple of very special people today. First off, uh, Molly Holly, however, is 38 years old today. Jillian Hall, formerly of John Bradshaw Layfield's cabinet, turned 35 yesterday. And Wendy Richter, believe it or not, the woman's champion at one time, however, turned 55 years old. 55. She looks pretty good for 55. So all of us here at the show like to wish all those people the very best of luck and happy birthday to them in more ways than one. Um, as we continue on here uh, on the show, ladies and gentlemen, we got, uh, like I said, a very interesting show coming up tonight in Baltimore. It should be a really exciting show. Uh, Dana White is back in the news, John. I think you want to hear what Dana White has to say now, and I'm sure all of our callers would like to hear what Dana White has to say, however. As he recently did an interview on the Chad Dukes Wrestling Show, however, and this is what he had to say about uh, his comments, however, about offending pro wrestlers and fans of the industry recently. I've had my, you know, battles with Vince behind the scenes with some of the stuff that we've worked on. But I respect all the guys in the WWE and the wrestling profession. We have so many guys that are fans of the UFC, and when they come to the events, we take very good care of them. We treat them with respect. I've yet to meet a bad guy from the wrestling world. Everybody's really classy, and everybody's really cool. My wrestling thing was just a response to an idiot on social media that was talking smack. So I came kind of gave him a zinger back, and the whole wrestling world went crazy on me. But it is what it is. To be honest with you, I really don't care. Your thoughts about that, Dana White's comments about this. Well, you know, Dana, she, he has been bad now in WWE. I mean, there's a lot there's a lot of problems with Dana in the WWE. I mean, I don't think she wasn't happy when they re-signed Brock Lesnar in 2012. No. You know, I, it looks like we have Big Bad Bob logged into the chat. Oh, uh, Big Bad Bob's joining us? Yes, he is. Actually, he is. Actually, And wait a minute, I believe we have someone on the phone with us, too. Uh, Caller, are you there? Hello, caller. Caller? It's me. Michelle? Yes. It's our Hall of Famer, Michelle Lynn Dodds, ladies and gentlemen. Michelle joining us on the panel here today. I knew we were expecting a surprise, and we got our surprise. It is the master of suplex city, if you will, the emperor, if you will. <laughs> Michelle Lynn Dodds joining us today here on the Labor Day version of WCWS Raw Radio. Michelle, happy Labor Day to you and your family. How are you doing today? 
Thank you. You always come up with the best notes for me, J.D. It's awesome. Well, you're welcome. You're welcome. I'm glad I could do that for you. John and I were talking about your uh, appearance there on Saturday night on the uh, Charlottesville, Virginia show. How was it down there? Give us a first-hand account. It was pretty good. Uh, well, I mean, it was okay. Uh, my son had a really good time. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's see. See, we had they had a lot of good, you know. They had John Cena, Kevin Owens, uh, Dolph, Rusev, Lana, Sombre. Yep. Sasha Banks, Tamina, Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, uh, okay. The Miz, Jack Swagger. Yep. Sheamus. Mm-hmm. The New Day, Lucha Dragons. It was. It was a good show. It sounded like a good show. That's good. That's very good to hear. John and I were talking about Dana White's comments, and I'm sure you heard what I had to say about Dana White, and uh, I want to get your thoughts about the latest comments by Dana White. What are your thoughts? Oh, God. What did he say now? Dana White was quoted saying this recently on the Chad Dukes Wrestling Show. I've had my battles with Vince McMahon behind the scenes with some stuff that we've worked on, but I respect all the guys in the WWE and the wrestling profession that we have so many guys that are fans of the UFC, and when they come to the events, we take very good care of them. We treat them with respect. I have yet to meet a bad guy from the wrestling world. Everybody is really classy, and everybody's really cool. My wrestling thing was just a response to an idiot on social media that was talking smack, so I kind of gave him a zinger back, and the whole wrestling world went crazy on me. But it is what it is. To be honest with you, I really don't care. He's an asshole. Yeah. I'm sorry. Whoops, I said that on air. No. He's a jerk. No. You can say that. That's, 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 there's no punches pulled on this show, Michelle. You, you can express your uh, feeling about this, however. He, he has... <laughs> he's an asshole who has no sympathy for the wrestling world, period. Mm-hmm. UFC... TNA, NXT, WCW, any of them, ECW, any of them. He has no respect for none of them. He's an idiotic jerk who <laughs> I don't even care to read what the hell he says anymore. Okay. that's that, uh, You're entitled to your opinion. I think we're all going to agree with you about that, Michelle. Uh, John definitely shared his thoughts about this. Uh, John, while you're talking to Big Bad Ball, I'm going to catch up Michelle with some other things. That's okay with you. All right. He said... He said, I asked him how he was doing, and he said, I am good. Any news about John Cena? Uh, right now, we do not have an update on John Cena, but we hope that he will be performing tonight after what happened Friday night, however, as apparently he uh, got uh, landed kind of awkwardly, however, in this matchup with Kevin Owens in Hampton, Virginia. Uh, Michelle, maybe you could tell us, did he compete on Saturday at the event you were at? And if so, is he okay in your eyes? Going into tonight, maybe. Yeah, uh, the they got it confused. That was in Charlottesville. That was not in Hampton. Okay, okay. It was in Charlottesville? Okay. Because John Cena collapsed backstage after the match with Owens. Ooh, okay. But uh, he's okay. He's, yes. He's okay. Um, I don't know about him appearing tonight or wrestling, but I know he's, he's got the okay, too. Yeah. John just told uh, our chat box out there, ladies and gentlemen, that he thinks that he'll be able to compete in Baller, and I hope that we'll see that tonight. Uh, we're also talking about Cesaro's uh, rib injury that happened last Monday against Owens in Tampa. Uh, I imagine he uh, had his ribs protected this weekend in that matchup, however, uh-huh. that you were at over the weekend, Michelle? Oh, yes. Okay. He did. 
All right, and uh, we were also talking about some comments Bruce Hart made, however, that might uh, be very interesting to you. And while John talks to Big Bad Bob, let me share with you the comments Bruce made, however, and get your thoughts on this. First off, involving Tyson Kidd, he said, I have been told they have not made any contact. WWE has not called at this point. As far as I've been told, I've been told it's certain he is. His career is over and that he's fortunate to not be a paraplegic. Your thoughts about those statements made by Bruce Hart? He's fortunate? What the hell? Um, Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. Y'all know how passionate I am about this stuff. He's an idiot, too, okay? Mm -hmm. Because respect the man. My God, he he could have been a paraplegic, yes. Yes. Um, But he's another one that puts his, you know, life on the line 300-some days out of the year to perform and put the asses in the seats. I say this 100 times, and I stick to it. Um, I don't agree with his comment. I think that it is not a good idea for a kid to come back after the injury he had. Yes, I give him that. I, I don't think it's... It's another Daniel Bryan situation, really, too. Yeah. Um, reference. It, it's a, it's a no-win situation, but he's going to do what he wants to do. Do I see him coming back? No, I, I really don't. But if he does, okay, great, as long as he knows the consequences that he's he's put himself into. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. And this is what he said about uh, Owen Hart being inducted into the Hall of Fame. If and when, oh, boy. If and when they choose to induct Dynamite and Davey Boy, it would have to be a package deal. Now, I've mentioned to WWE that I think Owen would be deserving of being inducted by himself, is what he said. Your thoughts there? Hmm. Uh, hmm. <laughs> uh, he's an idiot. That's all I'm going to say. Yep. <laughs> no problem. Uh, Owen like Hart yeah. and Davey Boy Smith. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, mad respect for both of them. Yes. Um, I love the Hart family yep. in general. Mm-hmm. So... You know it. You know JD. It reflects upon Owen Hart. Yes. Yes. But Dave Boy Smith. Yes, he should be inducted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's another one that you know done the same thing. Yep. You know, same thing as CM Punk. Same thing as Benoit. Right. Same thing as many of them. Sure. You know, they, I mean, it's bad enough they've taken Hulk Hogan away. And now they're taking Jim, Jimmy Snooker away. Yes. You know, two that have put 30 years, every bit of it, into the career. Mm-hmm. And for what? Mm-hmm. For, so the, for one, for, for one, you know, I mean, for one, I don't know. Minor thing, right. Just to be swept under the rug. You're right. Right. Not to be swept under the rug like this. I agree. <laughs> and we, we've talked about it a lot on the show. We've talked about it on the other shows, too. Well, that being said, we're going to keep our eyes peeled on these stories in the coming weeks and months ahead, sure, without question there, Michelle. With that said, again, give you, give you – I can't say it. Sorry, guys. Tongue-tied there. Uh, <laughs> let us give you the number here on WCWS Raw Radio, one seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. We've got the Emperor of Suplex City, Michelle Lindodds, the Queen Diva Hall of Famer. We've got John Gross, the Human Suplex Machine. And, of course, you got J.D., the Iceman, here in Pittsburgh. We also got some guests here in the chat box. Big Bad Bob has joined us. We also got guests for uh, talking with us today. However, we uh, 
Definitely uh, appreciate it. Hopefully they'll give us a call today as well. We also, uh, like I said, at the start of the show, Michelle, I send out uh, best wishes to you and your family for the Labor Day as well as everyone out there. And to our good friend, the King, His Majesty Gerard T. Smith, who hopefully will be listening to our show with his feet propped up and a cold one in his hand. We salute you, sir, and everyone out there on this Labor Day. Um, another big story, Michelle, talking about injuries, however, we were talking about how is the update on Lana. Uh, apparently now mm-hmm. she will be out of action after injuring herself yesterday in Fairfax. She could be out four months. Uh, what do you make of this whole thing with Lana could be an out for maybe you know, <laughs> early 2016? Well, you know, Saturday night at the show, her and Dolph were there. And um, I'm trying to remember. I think... Rusev, yeah, Rusev knocked her off the side of the ring. Right. She was holding on. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was kind of holding her, her wrist at that time. Yes. Uh, but she seemed fine. You know, she went on, you know, she suplex. I mean, not suplex shit. <laughs> she um, speared Summer Ray. She super kicked her in the face. You know, right. all this stuff was great. Yep. When she left, she seemed fine. Mm-hmm. Um. I think it's sad because I think that Lana does have good potential to to be a diva. Yes. Um, I think she is a hell of a lot better than Summer Rae, but then again, anybody's better than Summer Rae. I, I said um, it too. Yes, you're right. Go on. Uh, anybody's better than her. Lana mm-hmm. has great potential. The whole storyline of her turning against Rusev and being with Dolph has really boosted her confidence and really boosted her um, fan base. Yes, definitely. As well. Yes. Um, I noticed that in Charlottesville Saturday night when her and Dolph came out, mm-hmm. um, it took them about 20 minutes to, to get backstage because of the fans. Oh, yeah. They, I believe They it. were all about the fans. Good. That's um, good. That's good to hear. I'll let you know, too. I don't know if I told you I forgot about this part, but uh, my so, we were close. I didn't realize how close our seats were. Yeah. And we were basically, like, not ringside, where the ringside section is. We were one row back from that. Oh, okay. Very nice. Very nice. Good pizza. Yeah. So Cesaro, my son loves Cesaro. So do I. Yes. Well, when his match was over, he came out. Well, this fan that was sitting near us was trying to get his attention, had the Cesaro section shirt on. Yes. I mean... Uh, sign. Yeah. Well, he came back there and signed it. Oh, very and nice. And took a picture with the guy. So we were sitting like four people over from him. Well, my son started yelling at Cesaro, yelling yeah. his name. Sure. He came over and high-fived my son and hugged him. Right That is awesome. That is great. That That, that is and awesome. That is classic. I, I thought my son was going to mark out at that point because <laughs> he was like a little schoolgirl screaming his head off. It was yeah. priceless. Sure. Well, that's great, and, and and props to him, props to Cesaro doing the classy acting like that with the fan and your son, and to um, acknowledge him. It's more and more. I've just he is becoming more and more a new. I mean, I would hate to say this though, but I'm gonna say it anyway. The new John Cena, if you will. I mean, he's become more fan yeah, friendly he was, he in a way. He was very really polite, is. and yep. he waved at me and my mom, and and you know smiled at us, and you know it was great. I mean, that's um, my son got close to John Cena too. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of got you know a little hand clap from him, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm trying to remember who the other one was. Uh, well, well, hold on to the thought for a second, Michelle. I think we got Big Bad Bob on the phone with us right now. Big Bad Bob, are you with us this afternoon? Yes, I am. All right, Big Bad Bob joining us here on the Raw Radio Show. Welcome to the 
Raw Radio Show, your first time here on Raw Radio, their big bad Bob Michelle was sharing with us her uh, story about Cesaro and her family, and that which was a great thing on Saturday night. Glad you could join us today. Good to be here. All right, you got a question for us on the panel, or uh, do you want to make a comment at all? Um, I like pretty much everything that's been going on on it. All right, we're glad you could join us today. Uh, like I said, we've talked a lot today, and like I said, Michelle just started joining us a few minutes ago here on this Labor Day version. Uh, yes, John? I told him what's up. I told BBB what's up. Oh, okay. Thought you had a story for us. Sorry about that. I'm sure you've been listening to Michelle's story there, John. It's been a good one to say the least, Howard. Um, I did listen to her story. Not good. Michelle, that was awesome that you said that Cesaro was right there and John Cena waving at you and your mom. I think that was pretty good. That was a good story you shared with us today. Yeah, the other one that um, he slapped hands with was uh, Jack Swagger. Oh, okay, the All-American American, the Bill American. Oh, my God. You guys don't realize how huge he is until you see him in person. Holy crap, he's huge. Yeah, I, he's what? What would you say, 270, Michelle? He's, he, yeah, he's 6'6", six, 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 I mm-hmm. think, 6'6", six, 6'7". Six, six, yeah, that sounds huge. about right. That sounds about right, yep. That's but awesome. yes, Cesaro, mad kudos to him and John Cena. Mm-hmm. Uh, both a hell of a class act. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, great things. And uh, Lana, Lana waved at my son too. But very cool. But the moment for my son is I don't know if you guys are, I don't know if you remember me telling you JD though. But my son yep. has a huge crush on Becky Lynch. Oh, yes, the Irish last kid, as do I. As do I, I'm not seeing it either. Go ahead. And she, and she was there. Yes. And the music hit. Of course, it's Charlotte Flair's music because she was with her. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, little high school girl moment for him. Yeah. Sure. Um, I thought I was going to have to scrape him off the ceiling. <laughs> he was, like, trying and doing everything in his power to get her to come over there. Yes. Uh, Charlotte Flair, you know, they all waved and everything and stuff like that, but they never sure. came that close to us. But, yeah. I mean, oh, my God. I had to, like, I was like, calm down. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I was like, you're as bad as me if Brandy or Brock came out yeah, right now. Exactly. I mean, it would, I would have been done. Oh, that's great. <laughs> that is great. Well, kudos to him and kudos to you guys as well. That that sounds like a, you had a wonderful night. Bad props to you all. And I'd be the same way as your son with Becky. I mean, I am a Becky Mark. I'm a Charlotte Mark. And I'm a Paige Mark. I love that team. And Becky's become more and more of my favorite in the Divas division. I mean, I know Charlotte's going after uh, Nikki's belt in two weeks, Howard, but I'll tell you what, how if there's one person maybe down the road that could uh, be a champion, it is going to be Becky. And Becky showed last week, if you remember, in Tampa that she uh, uh, doesn't d- definitely deserves the nickname the Irish Last Kicker more and more. I mean, she's just a very tough ombre in that ring, no doubt about it. Yeah, they uh, they won Saturday night by submission uh, because of Becky to Sasha Banks. Oh, and I told, and I don't know if you heard Michelle. And I told this to John earlier. Paige is actually taking on Sasha Banks again tonight in Baltimore. Believe it or not, they've already announced that match for Raw. And yeah, uh, so um, I can't watch it because apparently we had a really nasty storm while we were in the show, and mm-hmm. it knocked our cable out. So Uh-oh. we have no cable till tomorrow. Ooh, that's not good. Well, oh, we'll, boy. well, 
Yeah, well, hopefully we'll have it back in no time. Uh, like I said, we had some nasty weather here, too, but fortunately my power is now. It was pretty nasty up here in Pittsburgh, too, on Saturday night, Howard, because I was with uh, my girlfriend and her family and everything like that. We went to her brother's, had a cookout, swim party. It was nice, but uh, it was teeming pretty good, let's just say. Uh, but it's going to yeah. start calming down with the heat and humidity later in the week, as I mentioned earlier, because it feels like July out today rather than September. You know what's so funny? Can I just make a funny point? It's sure. like you don't realize how many people are at these damn shows uh-huh. until you try to go to the freaking merchandise table and you're oh, like, Oh yeah. my god, where do uh-huh. people come from? Oh yeah. Like we couldn't even get half the stuff we wanted because shit was sold out. Oh, I believe it. And and that and happens not just, I'm sure, down there where you're at. It happens all over. I mean, main, certainly at big events like WrestleMania and SummerSlam. I mean, it's happened here quite a bit here in Pittsburgh, I know. When they come here to Pittsburgh for our SmackDown, they sell out very quickly. In fact, when I went back to the show in July, however, this was right before Battleground, I remember, a lot of people were buying KO shirts, however. And that was one oh of the big yeah. at the time. And it still is a popular shirt, don't get me wrong. But now, like you mm-hmm. mentioned, however, with the Suplex City, shirt and the whole Irish last kicker and Becky Lynch and the team of Paige, Charlotte, and Becky. The Bells are more and more becoming popular ever since AJ Lee left, as we've seen, however. And other people are just up and coming, however. I mean, they're selling more merchandise now than I think they've sold in the last couple years combined. I mean, they're selling, like, tons of more new stuff, which is really good for the fans to see. Well, you know what else is, well, you know what was a big disappointment, though, is that my son, and here again, you're going to laugh at him because he said, I want to get a Becky Lynch shirt. If he has, he's like, I don't care if it's pink or purple, I'll wear it. Real men wear those colors. And I was like, you're 10. Did you really just tell me that? <laughs> well, they did not have not one diva shirt on sale. Not one at wow. all. Wow. Okay. That that is unusual because you think they would sell like a Team Bell or a Team, like you said, Paige or Becky and Team Bad shirt, and they didn't sell. Yeah, because I saw hmm. some that had Team Bad shirt on, some that had Charlotte Flair shirt on. So I was like, yeah. Yay, good, great, go to t- go, go to, to the merchandise table, yeah. nothing. Well, you know what, and I'm gonna, I'm, you guys are gonna laugh at me now with saying this, however, and like I said, I'm a Becky Mark like your son, and I think a lot of us are too. However, I'm, I mean, I'm, they're coming here in November, right after Thanksgiving. And if they have an Irish last shirt, I don't care if it's short sleeve or not, I'll still buy the damn thing. My girlfriend, I mean, she's 31, she hates wrestling, and I'm sorry, it's fun, however, I always tell her, and she always gives me grief about it, but I don't give a turkey. Long story short, I'm going to buy this shirt, and I'll wear the darn thing in front of her. I'll say, she'll like, what is this? What are you, what are you uh, supporting the Divas? I'm like, heck yes, I'm a Divas fan, of course, and this is the Diva I support. I don't care what you say. Well, because I, I laugh at my son because the Neville shirt is purple. Yeah, but it's probably a nice shirt. You did mention that to me before the show today. You yeah. did tell me you got that. That's and, cool. and it says Neville on the sleeve, and, he, and, it, and it was autographed, and it has the, you know, man, or whatever his saying is, I can't think the of it right now. The man gravity. Yes, it says all that shit, you know, on it and stuff like sure. that. And I was like, are you really want that? And he uh-huh. was like, yeah. And I was like, well, it's purple. And he was like, I don't care. I'll buy it, exactly. I was like, okay. So, there you go. You know, there we it's- got... But the shirt prices weren't that bad because we got six. Well, we had family with us, so and sure. when my family come, they spoil the hell out of him. Yeah. So he got six shirts for 155 bucks. That's not bad. No, 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 no. God, no. That's that's a great deal, actually. When you think about, it. and was and speaking of now, I'm sure he was there on Saturday night too. 
Neville, no, he was not. He did not attend the show. Okay, I thought he would no. have been there at the UVA show. Okay. He was oh, Lord. Uh, if, if, mm, I, that's another one I had scraped him off the ceiling for because he's <laughs> a huge Neville fan. Well, I'm sure with the network and everything, however, he's been able to watch Neville old matches and even current ones from NXT because I know when he's not been up in the roster, he's been doing like that whole Dusty Rhodes tag team tournament thing for a while. And like I said, however, they, they've done pretty well with that thing so far. Uh, well, my son's a huge Stardust fan, too. He loves Cody Rhodes. Well, here's an idea, Michelle, and I think John is going to get a laugh out of this, and I'm sure you'll get a laugh out of this, and we all will. Maybe for Halloween, <laughs> you could dress him up as Gold Dust Tower and put a picture of him uh, with the Gold Dust, <laughs> with, the, with, the, with the paint and all. He could do that. He could be the Joker or Riddler. I mean, just, I mean, he could be, I am the Cosmic King or something like that, and then just take a video of it and share it with all us all on the show. That would well, be you great. know, I laughed. Another thing is, I should have video. I started to video this sentence, you guys. Yeah. After the show, when we were standing outside, oh, my God, we waited for traffic to leave because it was crazy. Sure. And my son imitated the Miz, how he does his arms out to the side and he takes his glasses off. Yeah. He and my up, two good friends that though? were... Huh? Do you put the hand up and say, when I stop talking... Oh, yes. Oh, yes, when my hand great. goes up, your mouth goes shut. Yes, he did. <laughs> and my two friends that were with us, guy friends that I've known for like 17 years, good yeah. friends, great wrestling fans, and stuff right. like that. Like, he literally just took a drink of his drink, and my son did that, and he was, that was it. He was done. He was, oh. it was, the drink was oh, everywhere. great. <laughs> that is great. Oh, John's losing it. I'm losing it. You're losing We're all losing here on the show today. We've had some great, this is, this has been fun. I mean, we're, we're glad, I'm sure we're going to hear, I'm sure we're going to tell this more to Chad and all the rest of our panel tomorrow night on Revolution. Oh, yeah. I'm give more laughs than we are today, but. Oh, this is so great. I'm, I'm telling you, my son is 10 years old, people. I'm just letting you know he'll be 11 on January 4th. He was supposed to be a Christmas baby. He was not born until after New Year's. Yes. He will be 11 years old, and he has the most personality for an 11-year-old kid that I've ever seen. I want to tell you something very heart-touching for a minute, J.D. Sorry. Yes. No, please one, do. One of, his, one of his school friends was there. Yes. And his name is Tony. And okay. when Tony was born, he was born with a deformed face. Oh, Um, uh, he has, uh, I can't really remember the name of it, but my son, when we went in the door, he was like, can I please wait for him to say hi to him? And I was like, yeah, we'll wait for him. So he did super excited to see my son. He high-fived him, hugged him, this, that, and the other. And it's just like, it's heartwarming for me because my son thinks of him as a best friend. It doesn't matter what he looks like. He still cares about him. And another thing that was a great moment for me with my child on Saturday was they were selling bracelets for Connor's Cure. Oh, yes. Of course. And he was determined not to leave that building until we donated some money to the pediatric brain cancer ward in memory of Connor to get a bracelet. Wow. Good for him. Good for him. Yeah. That, 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 I think we all, I mean, I'm getting a little choked up right now because I, I, I can barely speak, but that is so heartwarming to hear that even more. I mean, Carter's Cure, yeah. definitely, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, like Michelle said, you got if you're at a live event or wherever you're at, please give. I mean, I've been trying, I've been wanting to do that actually when they come here a couple times in Pittsburgh, and I know next time when they come here in November, I'm going to do that. But as far as his best friend, Tony, I mean, mad props to Tony. Tony, uh, we're thinking of you out there. Hopefully you're listening to us on the show, and uh, I hope your son is listening to us too. I mean, that's just that is so hard. I mean, I think that puts a smile on our face and a good, uh, uh, just makes our heart uh, grow a little bigger, so to speak, if you will. That's just that's yep. so touching to hear, Michelle. I mean, great, great stuff there. No question about it. 
Um, yeah, he's a good kid. Yes, he is. Yeah. I talked to I talked to him on the panel, and Sean. If you never talked to him, I mean, let me tell you, her boy is actually a really good kid, and he I, I can vouch <laughs> for this. I mean, he is a really smart cookie, no doubt about it. And we're just so happy to hear that uh, he did this and. He just just all these stories we've heard now, Howard. I mean, made this show even more funner here today on Raw Radio. Uh, let me give you guys the number again. It's one seven two four 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 seven four four four. Type up one three eight seven four four in the number, and you can talk to Michelle Lynn Dodds, the Emperor of Suplex City, if you will, the Iceman, me, Jared Dijon from Pittsburgh, and of course, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross from Fort Royal. And of course, we've got Big Bad Bob joining us on the chat. Guest Four is also with us today. We don't know who Guest Four is, but we're going to find out eventually, maybe before the end of the show. If not, we'll uh, just say hey to him and give him a shout out there on the uh, talk show, uh, talk box, if you will. Let's just say. Um, Wow, I mean, this has been a good show, and this might be by far, I mean, every week we get better and better, and it continues to even be better today with the stories that Michelle's told us from Saturday night. Uh, Next week, as I was saying, Michelle, I know hopefully you'll join us again, Uh, we're going to be doing our pay-per-view predictions, however, for Night of the Champions, however, and we're going to get an update on the card, I'm sure, this week, however, on some of these matches. Now, the one match I did hear, I don't know if you guys heard it or not, however, (laughs) is the big uh, six-person tag coming up, Night of the Champions. Uh... Right now, it's going to be uh, the Wyatt family of uh, Bray Wyatt, we understand, Luke Harper and Braun Strowman taking on your two favorites, Michelle, Dean, and Roman. But now we know there's going to be a third person involved. We've been taking guesses on who it could be. I actually found out who that third person is going to be, however, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm going to kind of spoil it for you all. I know you don't want to hear me spoil it, but I'm going to spoil it anyway. The rumor I have heard it could be is none other than NXT wrestler Big Man himself, Baron Corbin. Yep. And uh, I've heard, I've seen some video of Baron Corbin and watching him the last couple months. He is a big guy. But uh, that should be a very uh, earth-shaking match, no pun intended, if you will, with those six guys in the ring next Sunday. you got, of course, Charlotte and Nikki going out for the Divas title. We could see the end of Nikki's reign go up in smoke, maybe, or possibly the following night. We know about the two title matches, Seth Rollins and uh, John Cena for the U.S. title. Sting and Rollins, of course, as well. Uh, I'm sure we're going to have an announcement maybe tonight, as early as tonight, maybe it's a triple thread with the tag titles involving the Dudleys against the New Day, against the Mm. primetime players. That would be very interesting. We'll play and see if that comes to fruition. And speaking of the New Day, and we actually got another guest just logged on, Guest 5. We're going to find out who Guest 5 is here shortly, too, as he just logged on our chat. Uh, the New Day last week had a table wrapped up in bubble wrap, however, and they also did a chant called Save a Table doing the hand clap while Bubble Ray did the whole New Day sucks chant, however. i got to ask you right now, Michelle and John, I'm going to get to you in a second with your comments on this too. Uh, what do you make of this uh, possible triple threat with the Dudleys, the New Day, and maybe uh, the primetime players coming up at Night Champions? Uh, I think it'll be a good match. Um, primetime players are tough tag team. I mean, because Titus O'Neil, he's a beast uh, in mm-hmm. himself. But Team 3D, you you just there's no touching them. I'm sorry. In my eyes, there's not. I mean, Jelly Boys have come a long way. I think they're in the best shape that they've ever been in their whole entire lives. Yep. Um, I see them being 10-time tag team champions coming very soon. I do, too. John, would you agree to that? Yes, I would. All right. All right. Well, I don't 
everyone agree that it would be a great triple threat match between the Dudleys, Primetime Players, and the New Day, but I would rather see the Dudleys in the New Day at Nine of Cham- Champions in a normal tag team match. And, yeah. And then I'd give Primetime Players the next shot. Yeah, I would too, but again, it depends on how they want to do it. The tag division's been so crazy, like the Divas division, it's just been, I mean, every week it seems like all the teams are jumping on one top of the air. I mean, from those three, you also got in the wings waiting, like the Matadores, the uh, Lucha Dragons, as we know, and I know this one team has not been getting a lot of uh, hype, if you will, this year, and they have really had a rough year, let's just say, and that is the ascension of Connor and Victor, but I do think down the road, We'll see what happens to them. I mean, they're still green. I still think they're working around the edges. I just think they were brought up a little too quickly, and I think they're paying the price for it right now. Speaking of divas, and now we're going to go back to our resident heel diva, or should I say, as I keep calling her, and I am going to start calling her now the Emperor of Suplex City, if you will, the Queen Diva herself, Michelle <laughs> Dodds. Uh, we got Charlotte and Nikki coming up at Night of the Champions. Uh, Michelle, this is a two-parter for this one. Number one, does Charlotte win the title? And number two, if not, does Nikki hold on to it and then Charlotte win it the next night, ending Nikki's reign the night after Night of the Champions? What's your take? <laughs> um... Hmm. I'd like to see... Hmm, that's a good question. Yes. Uh, I don't see her winning it until after. I see Nikki holding on to it and beating AJ's record. Yes. Uh, but Charlotte Flair, we all know, you know, Flair family, you know, comes from a strong background. Uh, she's a very good competitor. One thing is I noticed with her Saturday night is, um, she, <laughs> she liked to taking off Tamina Snooker's head doing the spear. <laughs> um, I think that Nikki will hold the belt, but I know that Charlotte will get it. Eventually, it probably will be after. Okay. John, what do you think? Uh, does uh, Nikki uh, break the record and uh, hold on to it, however, at least one more night after Night of the Champions? Or does she drop it that night at Night of the Champions? What's your take? I definitely think she's dropping it at Night of Champions. Okay. So John's going with the actual, uh, it will not be the night after. He's going exactly the night prior to the record being broke. So, I don't know, guys. I mean, we're going to see what happens next week, obviously, in the next few weeks. And, of course, we'll have our predictions on all the matches next week here on uh, WCWS Raw Radio, 1-724-444-7444. This is TalkShoe.com, one three eight seven four four. the number one you hit. And, of course, you can talk to our big three panel today, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross. You've got the Queen Diva, Emperor of Suplex City, Michelle Lynn, Queen Diva Dodds. And, of course, I am your host, the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo. We also got Big Bad Bob, guests four and five in the chat box. And uh, we also want to send out, as I said earlier today, Michelle, and I'm sure you do too, to your good buddy and our good buddy, Gerard, who is probably sitting back there with a cold beer in his hand and listening to our show as well as the rest of our panel, JML Experience, Mr. WCW, Chad Hinshaw, Rhonda Rush Wright, Jeff Teeters, JML, and the rest of our Revolution group. Absolutely. And tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, you can join those guys as well as me and John on the talk shoe box, however, from 9 to 11, ladies and gentlemen. And, of course, Thursday is Wolfpack Radio. Saturday night, of course, Michelle will be back with her 
boyfriend, if you will, the king of uh, Suplex City, <laughs> Gerard T. Smith, if you will, as I'm saying it, because Michelle and Gerard are so close with each other, like they're like brother and sister on the show, and also yeah. brother and sister on our show, too, and they will be on with U.S. Attitude at 9 p.m. They will set you up, however, for what should be an exciting uh, Saturday night show from 9 to 11, of course, on the show. They will also preview, of course, uh, what happened this past week of wrestling, and of course, get you set up for uh, our show on Monday, where they give us an endorsement. We always give them endorsements on our show too. And then, of course, next Monday, folks, we're going to have our pay-per-view prediction roundtable topics, and maybe some surprises too. You never know, folks. You just never know. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. What else can we discuss today? Maybe Michelle, we'll go back to you again, since you've got some great stories for us today. Maybe you have some other good stories for us today, or maybe you want to share with us some other things today. I mean, we got a we got some time to kill. Uh, well, let's see here. Hmm. I'm trying to think. <laughs> I do a pretty well, good well there, Michelle, too. What's that? that? When, when you're not on the air, I, I steal your well. Yeah, John uses your saying. He's he's been doing his, he's doing pretty well with it too, Michelle. I got a hand told him. He's getting better with it. So, uh, like I said, he actually started using it the last couple of weeks, actually. But uh, yeah, he's actually catching on with it very quickly, shall we say? I'm sorry. Um, no, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, I uh, I don't know. If I had all the money in the world, I yes. would go to every wrestling show possible, no matter where it is. But sure. that's not the case. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish, yeah. but not. Um, I'm hoping that the next Raw show that I go to, that yes. uh, I would like to see an appearance of Brock Lesnar in person for once. Um, that would be my mark out moment. Uh, However, I don't know if that's going to happen, though, but... Yeah. Well, um, go ahead. We'll see. Well, here's here's something pretty funny, though, guys, and you're going to laugh at this, Howard. Apparently, as I said last week on the show, Howard, and I talked about it on the show with Michelle. Michelle even heard me with Chad and Gerard and the rest of the panel. Uh, John Laranice, folks, is back in the news. Mr. People Power himself, oh, apparently, God. is now going to be the new father-in-law of... Nikki and Brie Bell, as apparently this last weekend, he got engaged to the Bell's mom, Kathy, and uh, actually had a few comments to say about the engagement. And you're going to laugh at what he said, guys. And I want to hear your thoughts about this. This is what he said in his words. Talk about people power. As revealed on the Instagram account of the mother of the Bell Twins, Kathy Colasi, former Raw General Manager John Laranitis is now the future stepfather of Nikki and Brie and father-in-law of Daniel Bryan. The happy couple celebrated their engagement over dinner with Nikki and John Cena, who Laronitis battled and defeated Over the Limit 2012. Leave it to the lovely Bella women to get two old rivals to put down their swords and pick up their wine glasses. I mean, <laughs> really? Come on. We have to hear Mr. People Power at the uh, freaking uh, up front in front of church, Howard, speaking that voice of his, Howard. And, I mean, wouldn't it be funny, and I think we'll all laugh at this, guys, wouldn't it be funny if CM Punk just came in with AJ, crashed the wedding, CM Punk could just tackle Paradise <laughs> on the floor, and then AJ would go at it with the Bellas right there, up there, in front of the whole church audience to see. Wouldn't that be funny? That would be priceless. Oh, that'd be too great. I mean, either that or just crash the reception. I don't care. Something, anything. 
But no, in all honesty, seriously, guys, I mean, congratulations to the happy couple, and best of luck to them. I mean, that is very exciting news to hear. Talk about the odd couple. Well, yeah, talk about about, the odd couple. Yes, very odd. And uh, I'm sure maybe, and this is funny for me to say this, though, but I mean, it would be weird, but I think they'll show it, though. Maybe on Total Divas, if they bring it back for another year this fall or this winter, maybe they'll show a clip of that, maybe. And everyone's like, what the hell is Clown Shoes doing on freaking E? You know, I thought he was done with WWE. He isn't doing anything anymore with them. Well, he is a road talent backstage, too. Yeah, but he doesn't do much anymore, though, John. I think Triple H has had uh, his title for a while, ever since he took uh, took that time off or decided to get out of WWE. I mean, I still think he does special appearances now and again at certain events. I think he was at the Japan show back in July, I want to say. I could be wrong, um, but I, I just don't know. I mean, <laughs> it's just so weird to hear... Uh, People power becoming a member of the Team Bellas now, and that's that's even worse saying that. My God, what am yeah, I? Yeah, so is he going to push for her to get a boob job like Nikki? Oh, well, one can only wonder. Who knows with that? One can only hope. <laughs> one can only wonder, Michelle. One can only wonder. Oh God, we'll have to wait to see on that, but that'll be interesting to watch. And uh, speaking of videos, folks, I'm sure you guys all know tomorrow. WC, the, the WCW Volume 2 of the Monday Night Wars saga is coming out. It was on the network last year. I've already ordered it, however, through a couple friends of mine uh, helping me out there. Uh, I will be expecting it in the mail hopefully in the next week. And if I have not yet watched Volume 1, but uh, that being said, I did watch some uh, small clips of it earlier this weekend. And I'll tell you what, folks, if you've not seen it yet, I suggest you check it out. There's going to be Eric Bischoff on there talking about a lot of things, about the last little bit of the Monday Night War, about Vince Russo, about Paul Heyman. That will be very interesting, I'm sure. Uh, about a lot of things going on. Um, what do you guys think about Eric Bischoff doing this uh, for Volume 2 as far as the Monday Night War uh, thing goes? Michelle, we'll go with you first. Uh, I never cared much for Eric Bischoff. Uh-huh. Uh, not exactly one of my favorites. Yes. Uh, but he was part of the Attitude Era. Uh-huh. He was priceless in some of, some ways and some things that he did. Uh, I don't really know what to say. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not really a huge fan of his. So yeah. you know. That's understandable. That's understandable. Well, before we get Chad's thoughts, we just want to say, Big Bad Bob. I hope you listened in. We're sorry we didn't talk very long, but please call in again next week. We would love to talk to you some more. Just we've had so much laughter and joking around, how and seriousness too. Uh, we didn't get a lot of uh, comments from you too, but please call in and make a statement, if you will, tomorrow night on the Revolution Show with Chad and the rest of us, how are, or even on the show here next Monday. We'd love to have you come back with us. Uh, John, go ahead. Uh, now your thoughts about Eric Bischoff hosting Volume 2 of uh, this WCW uh, Monday Night War thing or whatever it's called, the WWE Monday Night War. Go ahead. Well? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I respected Eric Bischoff, you know, when he was general manager in 2002. Right. And I think he did a pretty great job on Raw as the manager. But but he had problems in the WWE, too, backstage mm-hmm. and all that. But I think it'd be great for him, to, for him and the WWE to come to terms one more time so he could host the WCW and Nitro. Yes. 
Yeah, it's it's, it's going to be like uh, what happened between WCW and WWE, however. And like I said, there's a lot he's going to talk about. Vince <laughs> Russo, Paul Heyman, ECW, the good, the bad, and the ugly moments of the latter years of uh, Nitro and the uh, rise of the Attitude Era, so to speak. I mean, it's going to be interesting. One of the better DVDs out. I still think one of the best DVDs they've come out with so far this year, however, and I have not yet seen the whole thing. I've only seen bits, about an hour, less than an hour of it so far, is the Click DVD. And, of course, I know some of those moments I've watched uh, on YouTube and other sites, however, like the Click Farewell, the Shawn Michaels Diesel match from In Your House, Better Enemies, Good Friends, Better Enemies, I should say, from April of that year, and others. I mean, it's, it's very interesting, so I would advise you checking that out, folks. Uh, again, our numbers are 1724 444-7444, you got uh, the Emperor of Suplex City, the Queen Diva, Michelle Lynn Dodds, you got uh, Big Ed Baba, hopefully uh, still listening to us on the uh, chat box. Also, we got a very special guest, guest four and five joining us. We got John Gross, the Human Suplex Machine in Virginia, and of course, you got the Iceman, Jared DiGiralmo here in Pittsburgh. Uh, you can listen to us on TalkShoe.com each and every Monday. This is our seventh episode now, guys, as we are uh, soon to wind down here and begin episode eight next week, of course. Tomorrow night, of course, as I said, you can listen to Chad, Michelle, myself, John will be in the chat box, and who knows who else will be on the Revolution as they will break down Raw for you and tell you what their thoughts are as far as tonight. I know Michelle will miss it tonight, but uh, hopefully she can uh, find somewhere uh, nearby that has power. Maybe they'll let her and... Uh, her clan, if you will, come over and watch Raw. However, if not, we will definitely uh, tell you what you missed, and we'll highlight the the good, the bad, and the ugly, as I like to say, uh, Monday Night Raw tonight in Baltimore. Um, we're going to be calling it a day pretty soon, however, but before we do, however, we're gonna, oh, we always do this, however, and this is my one of the good segments we like to do, however, we do the Raw rating number, and we also do the Raw prediction as far as main event goes. So uh, that being said, uh, let us do that right now, and we're going to turn it over to Michelle with her thoughts about the Raw rating tonight and her prediction on the main event as there are two weeks to go until Night of the Champions. Michelle, please tell us what your thoughts are on both of those, the Raw rating tonight and what the main event will be in Baltimore. Excuse me, sorry. That's right. Um, uh, let's see, I hope that the ratings will be better than they than they have been. Uh-huh. Uh, as far as the main event, as long as it's Brock, Randy, or Cesaro, I'll be happy. Yes. Well, unfortunately, Brock will not be there. I'm sure. Well, we we do know Randy will probably be there. Cesaro will definitely be there. Uh, they are going up against uh, the night of the ch- uh, not the night of the champion, excuse me, the big college football game there in Blacksburg tonight between the Ohio State University and Urban Meyer taking on Frank Beamer's boys there at Lane Sam, where it's going to be a loud environment, I'm sure, tonight in Blacksburg. And just as a fan, Howard, I gotta say, Howard, I hope Frank Beamer and them will be ready to go. Last year they went into Columbus, they beat the Buckeyes in Columbus at the Shoe tonight, Howard. The Buckeyes are looking for payback. However, I don't know if they can uh, do it, though. But if Virginia Tech pulls off the first big upset of the uh, early college season, or even though we saw a couple teams go down this week, however, it would be surprising. But we'll have to wait and see. Uh, big Bad Bob's back with us, I think. Uh, Bob, are you with us again? Yes. Okay. Sorry, we've been losing you quite a bit today, and I know I've been rambling on like crazy, but uh, we were talking about, um, like I said, uh, a lot of things. However, we were ready to get your thoughts on the main event and your thoughts as far as ratings go tonight on Raw. What do you think will happen? Oh, wait, we got another call in, too. Hold on a minute. Uh, uh, the other caller is with us now. Are you with us there? Oh, wait, we got another call in, too. Hello. 
My heart is full. <laughs> I'm traveling of every winding road as motorists. I ain't nothing but a hound dog crying all the time. Thank you. It's like everyone. So, uh, Ladies and gentlemen, Elvis is uh, arrived. I'm making so Michelle look like nothing better. Oh, peanut butter. That was awful. Thank you. Thank yes. You. We got, we got oh, a team back rising from the grave, if you will. He came up from his... Uh, Tombstone and Graceland it graces with his presence here. The El- King Elvis Aaron Presley is with us, ladies and gentlemen. So, uh, Elvis, so glad you're here. Elvis and Grace invaded my phone. What the heck is going on here? I don't know. <laughs> what happened there? <laughs> oh, Lordy. Yes, folks. I'm only kidding you, folks. It's our boss here, the King Man himself, the boss man himself, Mr. WCW, Chad Hinshaw, singing Elvis for us, along with Big Bad Bob, Michelle Lindos, the mayor of Suplex City, as I said. John Newman, Suplex Machine Gross, and I, Jared DiGiovanni, the Iceman, all here on this rare Monday here, Labor Day 2015. We've had a lot of crazy shenanigans today, to say the least, and we're not done yet, folks. We're just we're just winding up the show, but this is a way to end the show here. And uh, we were talking about the main event and uh, everything tonight, what's going on. I'm sure you've listened to everything today there, uh, Chad and Bob. Uh, we were getting yeah. predictions on the main event and everything, and uh, we're going to get your thoughts, Chad, actually, now, before we go to Bob, Howard about what the main event will be on Raw tonight. Since Michelle has no power, apparently, she's not going to uh, be able to see Raw tonight because of a storm that hit her area. Go ahead. Uh, well, uh, uh, well, and just uh, to... Uh, hi there, Michelle, and I hope you're, I hope the show in Charlottesville, Virginia was great uh, Saturday night. I saw some of the pictures, and, uh, and, uh, <laughs> and, and, uh, and, uh, and I hope you took a picture of some nice, fine buttocks. <laughs> yes. Um, yes, I saw a lot of asses. Yes, I sure did. I, 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 I and, uh, and 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 uh, just like I used to hear in an old cartoon, uh, so round, so firm, and so fully packed. <clears throat> okay. Anyway. Uh, okay. Okay, all right, all right. I'm starting all over again, guys. Y'all got to stop me here this week. It's okay. You're doing fine. Michelle's been actually keeping it funny today, too, with some of the stories and also some heartwarming stories she'll share on the Revolution Show tomorrow from a Saturday night. I mean, some of them were some really good stories. Well, you'll get a laugh out of some of these with everyone else tomorrow. I've already been laughing (laughs) too hard, but there's some great stories that are touching, and they were very sweet stories, too, along the way. Come on. Well, okay. Thank you. Thank you very much. And, of course, as Crusty the Clown from The Simpsons used to say, (laughs) okay, anyway. Okay, uh, uh, main event for Raw, uh, and I'm going to do this in honor of my of the uh, yep. Hall of Fame, and as you said, the uh, Queen of uh, Mayorette of Suplex City. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, but, uh, uh, and of course, uh, of course, she's given me the key to the city. By the way, I unlocked that in time. Yes, she life. has. Okay. Uh, thank you. I witnessed it. <laughs> yeah, thank, thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hmm. Oh gosh, that's going to be a great one. Uh, We'll say, uh, hmm. Oh, that is a good one. Ah, son of a gun. Uh, uh, well, well but the reason why I'm gonna say I'm gonna do this in honor of Michelle is it's got to involve Orton. Yeah. We got we got guys got to involve Orton. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll put Orton in there, and we'll put uh, Orton uh, teaming up with uh, his bros uh, Ambrose and Reigns, okay. six man tag, and I think we'll put him against. Oh, what the hey? We'll put them against all three members of the Wyatts. Okay, Strawman, uh, Harper, and Bray. Okay, good, good, yeah, very good. I like that. Okay. Yeah, and, and and I see the uh, raw ratings at up to a uh, put it at five and a half. 
Five and a half. All right. Five and a half. All right, uh, Bob, you're on the clock. Uh, what do you think the main event will be, and what do you think the reigns will be tonight, in your opinion? Uh, no pressure, no pressure, no pressure, no pressure, no pressure, no pressure. I'm trying to lay into it the same way Chad went. All right. All right, so we got two agreeing on the same. Michelle's got a good thought. John, now we're going to turn it back to you. Main event, and what will the robbery mean considering they're going up against a big college football game tonight there in Blacksburg? All right. All right. We're going to have... Orton. Yes. Or they're going to have Paige versus Shield Sasha in the main event, too. Okay, so you're going you're going divas this week, how are you? You're taking a page out of my book with the divas this week. I like it. Okay, <laughs> no, that's not bad. That's not a bad prediction. I gotta say, guys, I'll be back with you in a sec. Hold on a sec. Okay, and uh, while he's gone, I'm gonna go ahead and let everyone know. Uh, don't make, don't mean to rain on the Raw Radio's parade here, but I won't go ahead and throw it out there that the second WWS Fantasy Stable pay per view is in progress on the Revolution Radio uh, Facebook page. You can vote for who you believe will face each member of, of Evolution so far. And, Michelle, you're going to love me for this, absolutely love me for this. First match is it already in place, and it involves your man, uh, and, and Jamie, I put this best, the legend killer, Randy Orton, and the match has already been set and made for him. And it, is, it, it is going to be the legend killer, Randy Orton, versus Brett the Hitman Hart. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. Well, Michelle, Michelle, listen, as I said, this is by vote, okay? I cannot help what people think, okay? I I know, I know. Okay, and already as I speak, the second match was already made from over the the weekend, and the second match was, of course, has involved Batista, and, uh, and of course, I put him versus... Oh, Lord, there we go. It's, mm, oh, ooh, okay. <laughs> there, there you go, there you go. And um, I will go ahead and let you know that about, and this was an overwhelming vote for Batista. A muscular man, strong man, what do you want to say? The second match has been set. It is now, it, the second match is going to be Batista versus the Ultimate Warrior. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> Two good ones oh, right there, oh, folks. The, oh, yeah. So the third match is the third the, Oh, Lord, that's the first time I heard Michelle do that. Oh, my goodness. Really? Uh, you have a tantrum now, or what? Well, hey, I, look here. <laughs> I, I just picked eight different ones at random from different wrestling organizations, past, present, whatever. I mean, that's the way I do it. I mean, I give every, try to give everyone a fair shake. The third, the third, one is, uh, third one, obviously, is Ric Flair. And last, last I had, um, and I will actually well, I have everybody on here right now, and, J.D., I'm not trying to take over your show there, partner. No problem. Go I'm, ahead. Tell us what nah, the third match will be. You can fill us in third, on that third match the, right the, now. The, the third match, like I said, is involving Ric Flair. And I have not um, and I have not uh, double-checked it yet. I will check it right now while I have everybody on here. Ah, yes, indeed, indeed. Uh, let me see who else has voted. Okay, um, four wrestlers have been voted on, and I can't – and I can and I can tell you one vote. I have one vote so far, and that's by Jeff Teeters on Alberto Del Rio. Uh, Michelle, you actually voted for Bobby Roode. Mm-hmm. Um, we, oh, there, there, there it is. That's the one I was waiting on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 another person has voted for Ryback, 
And uh, two people, one of, one of them being the human suplex machine, John Gross, and the other being JML. So right now it stands at two votes for Dean Ambrose. So right oh, now, if, if one more person votes for Ambrose, it may be Ric Flair and Dean Ambrose. So right now, I'm so well, right now we're right now as it's right now as it stands, Dean Ambrose is leading the pack on this. But the other the other guys you can choose from here, guys. The other four you can choose <laughs> from is other than those four is Marty Jannetty, Wade Barrett, Evan Bourne, or Shelton Benjamin. Mm. Even though I even though I didn't realize, I think one time Ric Flair and Shelton Benjamin did wrestle each other, but yes, I didn't. Yes, it was on a paper. Yes, I did. Yes, but I did not realize when I was making this. But okay. it was there was a rare occasion. I think it was the only time they ever did. Right. So I just said, "What the hell?" I just went ahead and did it. Obviously, the tri- the main event for this is going to be Triple H, but I'm still thinking about who I'm going to put. All uh, right. So so whenever we get this made, if this is made I, either on Tuesday. On uh, tomorrow night's revolution or Wednesday night's revolution, then then uh, this this will be done either Tuesday night or Wednesday night. Well, or, it, it, or it may. Oh, I'm sorry, JD. Or it may be done. It may be done Thursday night on Wolfpack. I don't know. Yeah. Make it so, the battle of the beast. Yes. Exactly, but but like I said, it's going to be it's going to be a fantasy stable pay per view, all having to do with evolution. Yes. So it's going to be a short one anyway. Mm. There, there 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 was only four members of it. So. Well, mm, yay evolution, and, yay! And Michelle, be thinking of some more yeah. tag teams or or stables or something because I would love to continue to do this and and do this on the Revolution Radio page. So, folks, if you're listening here to Raw Radio tonight, but today, please log on to facebookcom groups WCWS Revolution Radio and and look for these questions and vote for who vote for who do you think. Should for, for the third match, who do you think should face Ric Flair? And right now, uh, Dean Ambrose is leading the pack. But right now, right back, Bobby Roode and Alberto Del Rio has got one vote apiece. But there's also, you have Martin, like I said, the others you have. Like I said, Marty Jannetty, uh, Wade Barrett, Evan Bourne, and Shelton Benjamin are involved in this too. So, like I said, anyone can come, come from behind thing here. So three votes or more get, get some qualified to face Ric Flair. So anything could happen. So bring him on in here, and let's see what happens. So, uh, J.D., J.D., I'll turn it back to you, my friend. Go ahead. Thank you, Chad. Yes, uh, it will be interesting to see what many people vote. You know what? You're going to get your wish with Dean Ambrose because I'm going to be the one. I'm not voting right now, but I'm going to say it on the air. I will vote for Dean Ambrose to make it three. So it will be Dean Ambrose or Ric Flair, I feel. That's going to be a great match there. The Loose Cannon versus the Nature Boy. Mr. Party, jet-wheeling, kiss-stealing, wheeling-dealing, son-of-a-gun, versus the lunatic fringe, if you will, 2.0, if you will, is going to be a no-holds-barred match. I could see with those two. So, you know what? Put me in for Ambrose, and I think we got a match right there with Ambrose and Ric okay. Flair. Just click, on, just click on his name. Just click on his name right there on the question. Yes, I, will, yes, I will take care of that after the show today. Yes, Excellent. Very good. All right, then. I think it's officially right here on Raw Radio. You heard it here this afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Our, the host of Raw Radio, J.D. the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, is putting his vote for Ambrose. So, so both hosts of Raw Radio, J.D. and John, as well as JML, has put in Dean Ambrose as, as the opponent for Ric Flair. So now that will leave Triple H. So now that I will, I will start looking for eight superstars. And that's going to be tough because he's faced a lot of guys. So, <laughs> so, that, so but I will start looking. I will start looking. And Mike said it's, it's going to be pretty interesting to see. Uh, it's interesting to put together. Uh, put together, like says, I'm on just choose from eight guys that the, the, from my choosing. 
And like I said, it'd be interesting to see, you know, what it could be something like we did what happened with the Four Horsemen. Yes. It could end up being a, a fatal four-way again, like we did what happened with Flair. So, hey, mm-hmm. as they say in the WWE, anything can happen. So, yeah. uh, J.D., my friend, uh, I, I turn it over back to you, my man. Thank you very much, Chad. Yes, folks, be sure to vote, Howard. Vote often, vote all the time, Howard. That's what we like to say here on the show. And believe me, folks, <laughs> it promises going to be a very interesting uh, outcome, Howard. And, of course, we will be keeping our eyes and ears peeled on that. Um, that being said, uh, Bob, if you're still with us. Uh, we already got your prediction. We got your prediction, Chad. Michelle's too. John, uh, go ahead. Did you make your prediction for Raw yet before Chad gave us uh, a yeah, I, I did uh, make Ron versus Orton. Okay. However, I didn't said the main event, but I didn't get the right into Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry about that. Go ahead. Give us your rating. Um, my rating will be, uh, I think, give it a three, two point nine. Yeah, they got to go up a little bit because next week they got Monday Night Football and that doubleheader coming up next Monday. They need to get the rain spiked up, especially with Monday Night Football season beginning next week. And, of course, we got a great doubleheader next week. Of course, it'll be Philadelphia taking on Atlanta. And then, of course, in the late game, Minnesota and Adrian Peterson head west to take on Colin Kaepernick and the 49ers there at Levi's Stadium to cite a Super Bowl 50 this year. And, of course, the 49ers will be coming here to Pittsburgh the following week, however. they got a short week, however, as they will be flying east to Pittsburgh to take on Big Ben and the Steelers, however, two weeks from uh, this Sunday or on September 20th. Uh, the number is one seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. You got talkshoe.com uh, here on this rare Monday Labor Day, September 7, 2015, Episode 7. We got a lot of guests on our show today. We got Big Bad Bob. We got Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw. We got the Queen Diva, Mayor of Suplex City, Michelle Lynn Dodds, the Iceman, of course, here in Pittsburgh, Jerry Drummond, of course, the Human Suplex Machine in Virginia, of course, there, John Gross. Uh, guys, we're about to call it a day here shortly. Uh, uh, I want to thank all my panel guests here for joining us today. It's been a great show, Howard. Unless anyone else has anything else to say before we call it a day, uh, Michelle, we'll start with you first. Anything else to add? Um, no. All right. We will see you tomorrow night then, definitely on The Revolution. You have a good rest of the night. Try to find a TV if you can with anyone in your group, Howard. Hopefully the neighbors will be nice enough to let you watch their TV, Howard, and you can catch up on Raw. If not, we'll definitely catch up with you and let you know what you missed on Raw. And again, you can share with us your stories about your great house show experience and heartwarming experiences there. It was a great thing to hear, no question about it, Howard. We are looking forward to hearing that tomorrow. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you. See you guys later. Hi. Right. See you, Michelle. Bye, Michelle. Bye-bye. All right. Chad, uh, we'll throw it to you next. Anything to add? Uh, yes. Um, I wanted to uh, wanted to ask you about something you had briefly brought up on Attitude Radio this past Saturday. Uh, sure. What was, the up, what was the update about uh, you said something about John Cena got injured? John and I talked about it uh, at the start. He's okay. Uh, it was just a bump, however. Michelle said he was okay. I think it occurred in Charlottesville. I think she said and not in Hampton, Virginia. I think that it happened on Friday night. I think he'll be all right. Uh, I don't know if he fought last night in Fairfax, Virginia, however, but if he did, he should be all right, and I think he'll be good to go. Hopefully tonight we'll have to wait and see what the outcome is. Uh, at the start of all, I don't know if they'll start it out with him maybe this week, however, or if they're going to do it with Sting again, because Sting has already been advertised for this week, however, once again being in Baltimore, however, which is surprising. They were also talking about bringing in Kane this week, but I think Cena will be there tonight. He should be okay uh, from here on in. It looks like unless something 
something really happens tonight, however, that they t- decide to say, hey, take the night off, however, and the week off, however, we'll get you back on next week. But uh, at this point, it seems like he's okay, so we'll have to play it by and see where they go from here. Okay, and also I wanted to throw out one more one more plug here. I just wanted to let sure. you know something. We came across, well, actually, I came across something over the weekend, a wrestling group on Facebook that has been lingering around, <clears throat> well, lingering around the Facebook wrestling universe yes. for the past couple of years, apparently, and has been unattended to. And myself and one other person that actually created the re- Facebook wrestling group uh, apparently has... Uh, <laughs> Uh, it has been unattended to, and that person has since left pa- Facebook, and I was the only other one on it. Uh-huh. So I have taken over the admin duties and responsibilities for this group. Okay. And so this group, I, will, I am officially glad to say, is now an official part of the WCWUS uh, stable of groups. Um, I will go ahead, and I believe J- uh, JD, uh, yes. John, I don't know I've, I don't know if I've added you to it yet or not, but if, okay. if not, I... I will I will get you on it as soon as I as soon as as possible. Great. Uh, the name the name of the group is Hardy Boys Fans. That's what that's well. Okay, that's what excellent, great. Okay, that'll be yeah. fine. No problem. Yes, uh, yes. Uh, Michelle is now an admin of it. We've already started getting some people in it. I've added um, Anne and Rhonda and Gerard and mm-hmm. JML and Jeff. Perfect. And like I've added you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like we've got like twelve people in it already. Michelle is even I made her an admin already, and yes. she's already even. It didn't even have a banner. She's even made a banner for it. Uh, cool. Uh, and the, there was a few pictures in it. There was a video in it, and I decided not to. That was left behind by the guy, that, by the person that actually um, created it. Mm-hmm. But I decided not to get rid of them because there are actually some pretty neat pictures. Yeah. Um, so, so it didn't seem right. Didn't seem fair because, like I said, it was, um, it, 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 like I said, it wasn't mine. It wasn't my group to start with. It was somebody sure. else's. But um, and I'm gonna try to find out if this person is still on Facebook. He may be. He may be under a different identity, but right. than the one that he was on whenever he created this. If mm-hmm. he is, I'm gonna invite him to come to come on on here. Yes. And if by any chance he wants to. If he wants to retain ownership of this, certainly. And he, and he's going. And if he does, then I'm going to ask him if he wants to, you know, you know, keep it. If he if he doesn't mind keeping it, you know, being a part of WCWS, I think in a sense he is. But I'm not. I'm not sure if he would want to put put this thing under it or not. But for now, so that way it doesn't it doesn't uh, go out of whack or whatever. That's why. I'm in a way we're just take, in a sense taking care of it until you know I find out 100% for certain. I'm just doing this in a way as a just a just say as a personal favor, if you will. Sure. But if anyone wants to be a part of this, I've already started advertising for it, mm-hmm. and I've and I've redone the web address and everything like that. The uh, web address is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Hardy Boys B O Y Z. Of course, as I used to say. Mm-hmm. Hardy Boys Forever, the word forever, not the number four or whatever. Yeah. Hardy Boys Forever. Okay. But the name but the but the name of the group is Hardy Boys Fans. Yes. We'll definitely keep our eyes and ears peeled on that chat and we thank you for uh giving that endorsement and plug. I'm sure a lot of us, uh, including me and John, will definitely be into this, no doubt about it. And thank you for calling in today. We will check back in with you again next week and we'll definitely check up with you on Revolution tomorrow night. Thanks for calling in. Yes, sir. Take care, buddy. You have a great evening. You too.
Good night, Chad. Good night, John. Take care, bud. Have a great night. You too. All right. All right. Big Bad Bob's gone. Uh, Chad is just about ready to go. And, John, we're going to leave it with you with the final thoughts, however, of the day. Anything you want to add before we call it a day? Yeah. Uh, is next week's Raw going to be a new episode? Oh, yes. The season premiere, it should be. Yes, I believe it will be. Being in Memphis, Tennessee, in the home of Jerry the King Lawler. Yes, and this will be the go-home show prior to Night of the Champions. I would imagine so. They're going up against the double dip of Monday Night Football with a regular season debut. Yeah, it should be the season premiere. And we're going to be doing our predictions next week, too. Yes. Yeah. Well, for the for this next week, yes. if, and that's a big if, if they come up with this, yes. maybe... To get some ratings in, maybe mm-hmm. for the first time in Monday Night Raw history, yep. we could see Sting in the ring. It's possible. That would be pretty cool. I, I agree with you. We have not seen the Stinger on a Raw match in forever. I mean, ever for that matter. I don't think we've just seen the promos. and We've seen him uh, really telling it like it is. But as far as in-ring ability goes, on Monday Night Raw, however, we've never seen that yet. We've seen him on WCW Nitro, of course. But we have not seen him face-to-face in a matchup, however, as far as uh, Raw goes. Yeah, that would be interesting. If they could do that either tonight or next week, I don't know. We'll see. But next and- week, go ahead. Him getting in the ring with John Cena. Teaming up with him, you mean? or uh, no, no, one-on-one. Oh, my God. Could you imagine that? John Cena and the Stinger meeting for the first time. I mean, face versus face. It could happen. I mean, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but you brought up a very good point there. It could very well happen. It will be interesting to see where we go from there. But that's next week. All right, we are about ready to wrap it up here. Again, the number is one seven two four 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 seventy four forty four two forty four. Excuse me, talkshoe.com, WCWS Raw Radio, episode seven, winding down here tomorrow night. You can join Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw, Gerard T. Smith, Jeff Teeters, possibly Ronda Rush Wright, Anne Marie Reckenbach, Michelle Queen Diva. Mayor Suplex City Dodds, and the rest of the panel on Revolution, as well as Wednesday night, Friday night too, Thursday night, Wolfpack Radio, of course, it should be a great show, rest of the week, and then Saturday night, of course, you can join His Majesty and the Queen herself, however, with U.S. Attitude from 9 to 11, all these shows are on Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday from 9 to 11, our shows are only on from 3 to 5 every Monday, so we'll be back next week, hopefully we'll have some more guests join us, and of course, we'll do predictions, and maybe, who knows, what other surprise we have in store for you, but that being said, we thank you for listening to us today. We hope you enjoy the rest of your day and hope you all had a great, safe holiday weekend and hope you have a good rest of this week, too, however, as we are starting a new week, however. And we will be back same time, same place again next Monday afternoon for Episode 8, folks. So until then, this is JD along with the Human Suplex Machine and the rest of the panel saying so long, and we will check back again with you a week from now, one seven two four. 444-7444, TalkShoe.com. You can listen to all of our archive shows and the other shows in the archive library. Besides this one on Raw Radio, you can listen to uh, Wolfpack Radio. You can listen to uh, U.S. Attitude and Revolution with their archive shows. Like I said, we're already episode 7 done now, so we're getting ready for episode number 8. So until next week, ladies and gentlemen, this is J.D. saying so long, and we'll see you in the ring next week. So long, everybody. And J.D. Yes. The build. Yes. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.